Hi, thank you for joining me on Holy Spirit Feed. This is Jen Johnson. I can't wait to share what Holy Spirit has been revealing. I'm praying that your spiritual senses will be open to receiving what Holy Spirit has for you. Hi there, welcome back to Holy Spirit Feed. I want to start out with a quote from Chris Vallotton of Bethel Church in California. It says, sometimes the very reason we are in lack is because we didn't take the seed we were given and do anything with it. Instead, we held it tight until we suffocated the life in it. Often the question isn't how much seed were you given, but what did you do with the seed? All right, today we are going to be continuing our growth series, and we're talking about being on the offense, not offense, not being offended, just to clarify. Someone should do a message on that, though, because it seems like a human propensity to get offended and then do stupid things. <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about? Just like an example, I'm offended that that person said that thing, so now I'm going to stew about it for the next two hours and not do the productive thing that I had planned on. But instead, I'm going to go over and over that same comment that they made in my mind until I'm even more offended. How many know what I'm talking about? And then sometimes we'll go tell somebody else about it, and then we all get offended together. You know people do that. I'm sure not us, but some people do it. It's dumb, but it happens. Okay, so back to being on the offense. I don't care how good of a defensive basketball player you are or maybe volleyball, whatever. If you can't make a basket or serve the ball over the net, you won't win. You have to score to win. If all you ever do is defend your opponent's shots, you won't get anywhere. The Israelites in the Bible, they spent so many years in the desert. Now, there were reasons for that. Like they actually needed that time to grow. Hence our growth series, we need to grow too, but they needed that time because they wouldn't have been able to sustain the land had they gone in earlier. They weren't ready, but at some point they had to move forward to be aggressive, to make an offensive move and take the land. It was time for them to go into the promised land. And remember they sent in a spy team. And the team came back and they said, hey, the land is great. There's milk and honey. There's big fruit. It's awesome. But there are giants there. You know what? Okay. Sounds like a go. I mean, after all, God had already promised it, right? Numbers 13, verse 30. This is after the team had talked about the negative report of the giants. And then in verse 30, it says, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Caleb and Joshua were the only two out of the whole group who had the faith to move forward. The long of the short is, they were too afraid to go, so they hid. That is a defensive move. You know, at some point, they had to move forward to be aggressive, to make that offensive move, to take the land, to do the thing, to take the risk, to step out. Let's think about this in our finances. If all you ever do is save money in your savings, 
And you should save for sure. But if that's all you ever do, inflation will steal your gains. Your interest isn't enough. And if that's all you're ever doing, then you won't have enough money toward the end of your life. You have to invest in stocks or property, start a business, a side hustle, so you'll have passive income. And not spending too much is great, but if that's all you do, it's not enough. We need to be on the offense more than we are on the defense in our life. Being on the offense, growing in Christ, maturing as a believer is about being proactive. If you recognize the devil's fingerprints on something in your life, deal with it. Get rid of the lie that you are believing that is giving him access to you and close the door. I remember um, in the past years where I've been on you know, prayer teams and such, there was this one person that kept coming up and, and asking for prayer for their sugar addiction. And I would think it's not about the sugar. It's about the lie that you believe that the sugar will bring you comfort. The demonic is holding on to that lie. So Holy Spirit, what's the truth? I am your comforter. If you choose to believe it, that's what he would say to you. And then we could step out of addiction and into freedom. For heaven's sake and for the earth's sake, quit focusing on the sugar. Focus on Holy Spirit. That is the offensive tactic. Another example, think think about this. Let's say you're married. You don't not cheat on your spouse by thinking, how can I not cheat on my spouse? You don't cheat on your spouse by feeding your marriage. That's what you do. You go out on a date. You get a new outfit. You step it up a bit. Those of you guys who are listening, you're thinking, I'm talking to the ladies. No, you get a new shirt. You take a shower. You get a haircut. (laughs) We always see your work clothes anyway. Like, spice it up. Come on. Put in effort, make a play. And you do offensive plays based on what Holy Spirit is saying to not only protect the marriage, but grow the marriage. You know, in talking about offense versus defense, sometimes Christians can be overly focused on the devil. Like they talk more about demons than they do about God. They think there is a demon under every bush. No, you know, sometimes bad stuff happens because of our own error. It's our own failure to plan and to plant seed so that we will have a harvest later. You can't reap what you didn't sow. Now, there are times in the Bible that refer to reaping where you didn't sow, and that's awesome, and that's totally God. I remember a little while back, I got a word from the Lord um, about advanced reward, I can't remember if I shared it on the podcast, but the the gist of it was that the Lord wanted to bring reward in advance before we even did the work. And that's just what he was doing at that time. He was blessing us that with like a pre-reward. And that goes against the typical way things are done, you know, the reaping and sowing concept. But that is more of a Kairos moment where there's a specific grace to do something at a certain time with supernatural speed and efficiency and just have great success. But if you aren't in a Kairos moment for something, then, you know, for lack of a better term, you're, you're following like the regular laws of God, like they apply that reaping and sowing concept. You won't be able to reap if you don't sow first. The point is, if you spend time chasing after demons too much, you can spend years 
sort of cleaning out your spiritual closet. Or you could spend five minutes with Jesus and turn around and your closet's all clean. Amen? You know, sometimes that just happens. The more we focus on God, it seems to be freedom comes in other areas that we weren't even realizing. So get your focus off the enemy. Of course, let Holy Spirit reveal his stupid schemes, handle them, shut him down, but be about your father's business more often. Have a high ratio of action, forward movement. So the enemy, he can't even keep up with you. So how many know if you get sick and you have to take an antibiotic, which means anti-life, like let's say you have to take an antibiotic, you can't just kill the bad. You have to also take a probiotic to build the good gut bacteria back up or you're going to be in trouble. And we're not talking about just like being positive or that buzzword is kind of positivity, good vibes, good thoughts, right? No, we're not just talking about that. We're talking about like Jesus is our source of biblical optimism. That's what uh, Steve Backlund from Igniting Hope says, biblical optimism. So this is a deep, rooted, optimistic life view of being proactive for kingdom advancement. I gave a message recently called One Off. And in the message, we talked about uh, gender identity issues. And I had said, you know, we aren't actually fighting against gender confusion. We're fighting a battle for truth. Truth doesn't change. It's still the same. And truth has won. But we are battling so that truth can manifest. Of course, we need to pull out the weeds in our garden. But we're there to plant the good stuff and let the good stuff overpower the bad. So if we spend all of our time defending ourselves against attacks and wrong things that are coming our way, we will never have time to plant, to actually strategize a plan and execute it. Matthew 10, verses 7 and 8, this is a basic mandate for believers. It says, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So I just want to note here, the casting out demons is only a fourth of that verse. Three out of four of those things are to do something, not to get rid of something. I mean, sort of healing, you're getting rid of sickness, but you're actually bringing healing. That's the active part of it, right? So I believe we have a good example of a kingdom ratio here. Not that we always follow a formula because we don't. We follow Holy Spirit and his word and also his fresh word that he's giving us in every moment. But this is a really good kingdom ratio. A fourth of your time on defense and three-fourths on offense. We don't want to be overly focused on the demonic, like 75% of your time casting out demons. That's 75% of our time where we're defending instead of maybe focusing more on Jesus and bringing in the kingdom. That's kind of like giving worship to the demonic, showing worth, worthship to them. We need to handle them swiftly, then get back to our offense, back to the Father's business. And speaking of deliverance, casting out demons, 
This all happens in the mind, being willing to come out of agreement with the demonic and into agreement with God. And if someone's not willing, we can't force that. It's called free will for a reason. This is John 5, verse 6. It says, When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be healed? Note that it says, Do you want? There's the will to be healed. The man with the mat. He's like, get up and walk. Free will. It's a choice to get up, to give worth to Jesus' words and do them. To do his words all the way to freedom, to healing. Eugene Peterson said, We underestimate God and we overestimate evil. We have to flip that, church. We have to flip that. God is so much bigger. So we're talking about being on the offensive, living proactively, believing that God is bigger than the devil. This is awesome stuff, you guys. We got to be focused on this. So this is it for today. We'll come back soon with part two of Beyond the Offense. Until then, remember, Holy Spirit is speaking. He wants to help you live on the offense, scoring points left and right in your life. He is speaking. We call this podcast Holy Spirit Feed for a reason. Amen? So listen to his feed. Forget about the socials. Holy Spirit's feed is where it's at. All right, join me next time.